Welcome back. Hammer Down Show is on 1017 The Hammer and 1017TheHammer.com. We're going to pop on over to our Hammerhead Hotline. Our friend Corey Ross here from ISC Purdue is uh, on the line with us here. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Purdue Hoops and uh, what's been a uh, kind of a big news day here for Purdue. We find out that, um, well, first off, it sounds like Jaden Ivey is going to go tonight, which is good news. The bad news is we knew this Michigan thing was going to come back and, and haunt us. At least I've been saying this is going to be terrible for Purdue and um, it's not as bad as it could be Corey but it is going to force Purdue into a little bit of a tight window here isn't it yeah you know anytime a game gets uh, rescheduled you know someone or both teams are kind of going to get screwed on their own part I'm sure Michigan's got a pretty brutal stretch of game uh, with how many games they had postponed but you know uh, playing playing at home against Michigan, and then a couple days later playing against Illinois, who's going to be coming out looking for blood, and then following it up uh, five days after that first Michigan game with uh, on the road at Chrysler. Right, that's going to mm-hmm. be that's a call that's a call order for any team, right? Um, but those are going to be some uh, key games for Purdue, especially that Illinois game. If they could get if they could get the sweep of Illinois, that's going to do. Uh, do them wonders of trying to get back in back in the Big Ten title race here, um, but we'll see. We'll see. So if you're wondering, we discussed how this played out for uh, for Purdue a little bit. Michigan, on the other hand, is going to have to go and play the, February the first, the fifth, the eighth, and uh, the tenth and the twelfth. So uh, they've got a couple of windows there. They only get the one day off, uh, and they still got to get this Michigan State in game in, which I would assume has to come somewhere because after the uh, after that game against uh, Ohio State on the 12th they have uh, four days off so I'm assuming they're gonna have to try to slot it in there but you know for Purdue they were gonna have a, a nice little five-day window to kind of rest and relax now they're gonna basically go an entire month with uh, game day two days off game day two days off there's no extended rest basically for an entire month for them yeah, for sure. Uh, it, the the Big Ten Big Ten schedule is always a grind, but especially when when stuff gets condensed, like you're talking about. But you know, it's going to be condensed for a lot of teams, right? And you know, with Michigan, you know, maybe they're going to be more vulnerable than they have been. You know, they've come out pretty strong. They almost blew it uh, yesterday against Northwestern. Oh, what a finish uh, in that night. one! Last night, yeah, tremendous finish. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if the grind starts catching up to them. And, you know, if, if all of these guys really, really did have COVID and, you know, it, it, we've seen it, we've seen it before where uh, guys coming off uh, having COVID, they've, they've had, uh, you know, individuals have had rough starts. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see how, how things are going, but it's, you know, they've, they've come out strong, but maybe Purdue can take advantage. But I, the one thing I do like about it is that it is home, home away um Purdue's gonna you know it uh, Purdue always shows up for Michigan you, you know there it's kind of like a almost this new rivalry Purdue's had with Michigan you know even back to uh when when Beeline was there you know Purdue Purdue and the fans really show up for Michigan so um that first game's gonna be big and then obviously Purdue's gonna show up big big for Illinois so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, but you know we knew we knew that this was going to happen at some point, and you know the Big Ten Big Ten seasons always a grind. It's just you know sometimes it's uh, a harder grind than others. So, 
We'll see. Let, Corey, let's talk about tonight's matchup, Purdue at uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, Purdue, again, got that uh, early December win against uh, Iowa inside Mackey Arena, but that was without Keegan Murray. Very, very good player. Now, I, I, I will something be different this time out? Well, absolutely. But I will say this. Those uh, those big men they've been putting in the paint as of what the, the last couple of weeks here, the last several games from Purdue, have not been doing good in the foul department. Uh, a lot of them getting into trouble and seeing limited minutes, whether it's Nance, whether it's Trace Jackson Davis, whether it's Kofi Coburn. It seems like Purdue's been doing a very good job of getting them into some trouble. Uh, what are going to be the big differences, you think, from this game tonight versus what uh, it looked like back in Mackey? Well, yeah, obviously you got to start with, with Keegan Murray. That came out, you know, shortly before uh, game time, and that was, uh, you know, pretty much all she wrote at that point just because, you know, he, he's scoring 22.8 points a game. Next highest scorers are Bohannon and McCaffrey at 10 to 11 points a game. So, you know, he is, he is frankly, the, the, the engine that runs that offense. And, um, you know, Purdue's had trouble this year with leading scores. Like you mentioned, as of late, Purdue's done a really good job of going at the especially, – especially the big guys that are kind of the leading scores for Northwestern and Illinois. Uh, and they've, they've, they've done a great job in, in Indiana with Trace Jackson Davis. They've, they've done a good job of getting, getting these big guys into scoring trouble. So it, maybe they could do the same thing again uh, with Keegan Murray. But, you know, Purdue only won by seven against the Keegan Murray-less Iowa. And it's, it's, it's no excuses. It's not like this was the Wisconsin game with no paint crew and just, just all locals and stuff where, you know, I, the paint crew will drag Purdue to victory in a lot of games in Mac Arena, but you know, this game's this game's on the road at Carver Hawkeye Arena and Purdue's gonna have to do their best to to limit Keegan Murray and make sure, you know, he doesn't pop off. But they've they've had some issues with that. It's gonna be a gonna be a big test for uh Mason Gillis and Caleb first tonight. We're talking with uh, Corey Ross here from uh, ISC Purdue on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline. Purdue takes on uh, Iowa tonight and I'll tell you what, the last couple of nights, if you've been watching Big Ten basketball, Corey, I mean, some really kind of crazy finishes. I'm, I'm thinking about the uh, Illinois game on uh, Tuesday night. You, you brought up last night's Michigan-Northwestern game, and you're just hoping for something kind of awkward to not happen uh, in this one. I think Iowa's got its awkwardness out last week when they only put up 46 points at Rutgers. That seemed uh, really strange. But this is a really wide-open conference right now. Um, we were talking yesterday, was it like two, I think like two and a half games maybe separate like first and I almost say it was like ninth with like Michigan where they were at. I know I haven't looked at it, uh, uh, today, but it's, this is a very, very tight race here. Who do you think has the, uh, inside, uh, the inside track here to take the big 10 championship? You know, I mean, like you, I think the last time we talked on one of these, uh, we were talking about who was leading. We were talking Michigan state and Illinois and, there goes Illinois without Kofi Coburn and, and Curbelo and they just shock Michigan state. And then, you know, Northwestern's running with, running with, uh, with Michigan. It seems like the, the only out this year is, uh, is Nebraska. Um, and so, you know, uh, it's going to be a tough race. And anytime Purdue loses, everyone's always talking about, well, there goes the big 10 title. And then lo and behold, Two three days later, you got some top dogs that are at the top of the leaderboard, falling to falling to teams or you know, shorthanded teams. You you just 
don't know. So, honestly, it's almost anyone's game. I would not be surprised if, you know, Ohio State comes up with it or, or Michigan State, Purdue's got a shot. Um, but it, it's this is going to be one of those things where it's it could probably be any one of any four teams uh, going into the last week or two of the season. It, it, it's been incredible uh, how much parity – has come in the conference, right? You've got you've got four teams right now with just two losses. You've got let's see here. Well, uh, Iowa, Iowa's only two and a half out. They're four and four in the conference. They're only two and a half out. It's not completely inconceivable yeah. that they can make a run here. Though, if you're going to make a case for Purdue, though, Corey, the nice thing is is you look at who's above you. Ohio State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Illinois. They're still on the schedule. You're going to need to get wins. They need to have losses. They're all still on the schedule if you're Purdue. So that's the good news if you're a Boilermaker fan still holding out to take the top spot in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. Those are, those are obviously must-win games for, for the for the matchups against teams uh, that are ahead of you on the leaderboard. But it's going to be – it's gonna it's not only going to be that because, you know, they, I'm sure they, they've still got Minnesota on the schedule, right? Uh, they should have, I think, a, a, a trip to Maryland at some point. You never know, right? Yeah. It, it's, yeah. as, big as, as big as those games are ahead of you, it's the ones that are below you that will sneak up and get you, you know. Purdue's ahead of Rutgers right now, but, you know, they, they lost on that last second shot at the rack. So, it, it's like I said, it, there's there's no easy outs this year except for maybe Nebraska. So, um, it, it's, you know, just win as much as you can. And, you know, road wins are a blessing in the Big Ten. So, you know, tonight's going to be a tough one. I still go with Wisconsin. Between you and me, I still go with Wisconsin. They still got two more against Nebraska. Uh, they've got games against uh, two against Rutgers still to play. They still have Penn State. Uh, they've got two against Minnesota. Really, it's the two against Rutgers, Minnesota, and Nebraska that make it pretty darn easy. I think their toughest game is a road game at Michigan State. That's all they really have left. They got a home game against Michigan too. I, I, I like Wisconsin. I mean, they're essentially they're they're going to be tied with Illinois tonight after they beat Nebraska. Uh, I, I think Wisconsin has the path of least resistance going forward here. I, I got to put Wisconsin at the top. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin for sure. And then I, I would think just off of off of talent alone, you know, uh, Illinois, right? They they're at where they've been at with you know Corbello out of the lineup most of the year. Mm-hmm. Coburn Coburn's been out as of late. You know, Illinois is frankly a team that hasn't that hasn't been at full strength, and they're still winning. They're still they're still at the top of the leaderboard, but you know. They've got they've got Wisconsin. They've got a trip to Rutgers, which is tough. They host uh, Ohio State. They're still going to go to Michigan, Michigan State too. You know, I mean, they, yeah. they got four more. They, they got four more ranked teams on the schedule. There were, like I said, Wisconsin just only has the one. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I I, I think it's just a question of if Wisconsin can keep keep things up, right? It, it, it really is the uh, the Johnny Davis and and Brad Davidson show out there so we'll see what happens there um if if someone could shut down davis right you know you never know but um you're absolutely right it does seem like wisconsin wisconsin does have the uh path of least resistance you know they've purdue's gonna be showing up there the last week of the season that could be that could be a massive game for determining uh the big 10 title come march 
Corey Ross from ISC Purdue with us here on the Hammerhead Hotline. Uh, always a great follow on Twitter as well uh, for great uh, Boilermaker musings. Corey, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, man. Thanks so much.